Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, I'm A.J. Hogue. Welcome to the Effortless English Show. Today, we will be talking about William Shatner, famous, act, famous actor, writer, producer, director, <laughs> on and on, and uh, specifically a quote from one of his books that I was just rereading and that I really, really like about saying yes, saying yes to life. And as always, join my VIP program, become a VIP member, commit, don't quit to my VIP program. You will speak English fluently, you speak English powerfully, you speak English confidently, you speak English effortlessly when you commit to my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com Commit, don't quit today. Okay, I'm going to put on uh, member comments first then I'll open it up after that. But for while I'm talking about the topic and uh, and then for the first few minutes we'll do members only. And then we'll come back to everybody. Okay, good. There we go. All right, let's talk about it. I want to. This is a quote. I'm going to read. I'm going to show you a quote from the book by William Shatner called uh, "Shatner Rules." Shatner Rules. William Shatner is his name. And so his last name is Shatner, S-H-A-T-N-E-R, Shatner. And this is a book, uh, it's got a little bit of stories from his life and things like that, but I really like this section. I believe it's the first chapter. So I'm going to share on my screen and read this section. So he talks about how in his life, I'll come back to this in a second. Uh, Shatner's amazing. First, let me just introduce you to who Shatner is. So, he, he's an actor, perhaps most famous for Star Trek, those of you who like Star Trek, the original series. So, he had, he was in this, the original series of Star Trek, the first series of Star Trek, way back in the 60s, the late 60s. And at that time, Star Trek, um, it really wasn't that successful. It, it had three seasons, three years, and then they canceled it because... Uh, in its first time on TV at that time, uh, you know, they had some fans, but not a lot. And they, they it wasn't making enough money, I guess. So they, they canceled it. And uh, Shatner thought, well, that's the end of Star Trek. <laughs> that's the end of my, you know, that job. And he just went on and he kept doing lots and lots of acting jobs. And then later, sort of, I think it was the, at, towards, at the end of the 70s, what happened is that uh, those old Star Trek shows, they started being, sh they were shown on TV uh, a lot during the 1970s. And so, the number of fans started to grow and grow and grow and it became what's called a cult classic or a cult hit, right? Where it's, you've got, maybe it's not a huge group of fans, but they're very, very, very passionate, very, very enthusiastic. And so, um, that grew and grew and grew bigger and bigger and bigger. So, then they made, started making some Star Trek movies, uh, late 70s. Most of them were in the 80s and they were huge. So, at this point, 
suddenly i think he's in his 50s at that point i think he was in the 1980s he was in his 50s he suddenly became a very big star right a very big movie star and he also got it he was he was had a he was a star of a tv show at the during the 1980s as well so basically you know this i mean this may be one reason i kind of like i like him and i kind of uh, identify with him a little bit is that he's what i would call a late bloomer late bloomer meaning that uh you know some people are maybe we call them early bloomers it's not really an idiom but uh, uh people who have just amazing success early in their life in their career so an, an example of this would be john lennon okay so john lennon he's a teenager <laughs> whoops he's a teenager and he joins the uh you know he joins the he forms the beatles with paul mccartney and right and then they go on and of course they start they play in some clubs in germany and they play in clubs in um uh England, and then of course we all know they become super, super, super huge, right? The biggest music group in the world at that time, and you know, possibly ever. So the Beatles, John Lennon, and the Beatles, they create so many albums in just like a ten-year period, less than ten years, seven years, I think. They they create just a huge number of songs and albums, and some of the most famous most popular best-selling you know music albums ever in modern music and of course they do huge tours and they do all this stuff so he has this incredible right massive success and career with the beatles still talking about john lennon then the beatles break up john lennon then starts his solo career he, you know, he marries Mo- Yoko Ono. He has a solo career. Again, <laughs> huge success. All these successful songs. Imagine and, you know, you, you know a lot of his f- solo songs. Uh, then he decides to take a break and he has a child, another child, with his a child with Yoko Ono, takes a break for a few years, raises his child, then has a comeback around 1980, right, with uh, the Double Fantasy album, which is another gigantic, huge hit. And then finally, he's killed. Now, what's amazing about that, the reason I'm talking about that is that he was 40 years old when he died. He did all of that before the age of 40. <laughs> it's, it's kind of mind-blowing, right? It's kind of, when you think about it, it's just like, wow. <laughs> That's incredible. All of that before the age of 40. So that's sort of like the... Uh, like the young genius. I guess Mozart might have been someone like that, right? So that's kind of, you know, we have that idea of genius, of people who just start and they just do, boom, they explode. And this is incredible, you know, when they're so young and they, they, they accomplish so much. And sometimes, you know, if you're older, maybe you're middle-aged, maybe you're even, maybe you're 30, and you think, God, I haven't, I've done nothing in my life. Maybe some of you like this. You know, you're 25 years old, you're 30 years old, and you you look at someone's life, like John Lennon's life, and you think, by age 30, he already had finished his career with the Beatles. (laughs) He'd already done all of that by the age of 30. And then you look at your life and you say, I've done nothing. (laughs) I'm 30, I've done nothing yet. And it could feel a little depressing, right? Sometimes. I know I had this feeling in my life. I had this feeling in my 30s, especially. In my 20s, I didn't think about it so much, but sort of in my 30s, I started thinking like, God, I have done nothing at all. 
I'm still not sure what I want to do with my life. And I'm like 35 years old. And I look, you know, and you think of some of these famous people and it, it can be a depressing thought. On the other hand, but here's the good side. And this is why it's nice to see people like William Shatner, because uh, we ha- there are also people who, who uh, are called late bloomers, right? Blooming means like a flower that opens. A flower opens. It's called blooming. So late bloomers, um, they have kind of the opposite pattern. They tend to have this amazing success and the best part of their life during the second part of their life, during the later part of their life, in their older years. Uh, you'll find some writers, This uh, there have been a few artists like this. Um, William Shatner is a great example of this. So, you know, he was working, of course, when he was younger. He's been working as an actor for a long time. But his real big success, where he really, I would say, became a superstar, a huge, huge, huge star, was with the movies, the Star Trek movies. He was 50 years old when that started. He was in his 50s. Right, And then since then, in his 60s and 70s, and he's now 89 years old, he's still alive, he's 89 years old, he's still alive, and he's still working. It's absolutely amazing. And so that's a very encouraging thought for maybe some of you even, for myself too, but maybe for some of you who are maybe 30, maybe even 40, you're 45 years old. Well, guess what? Look at a guy like him who just has kept working and then he's just had this amazing success. He's been so productive, so creative during the last part, the second part of his life, right? Since age 50. He became a superstar at age 50. He made all these, during his 50s, he made all of these Star Trek movies. Then in his 60s, he was doing some other like uh, narration things and uh, uh, on television. He, he started writing books. He, he started directing documentaries and making documentaries. And he's done so many, lots and lots and lots of things. Then he got in his 70s, in, in his mid-70s, like 74, 75, 76, 77 years old, he got another um job, another role, a quite famous one in America, maybe not outside America, but in America, uh, for a show called Boston Legal, a quite famous character, and he had this other great career in his 70s. And then after that ended, he started doing all this independent stuff. In his 70s and 80s, he became super active on Twitter. He's got a huge Twitter following, several million people on Twitter. He does Twitter every day. He, d- he does, he comments a lot on and he, he talks about and focuses on science fiction and fantasy because that's kind of, that was the focus of some of his, a lot of his career and also other things, but a lot of that. He's still writing books. He wrote uh, an autobiography at age 80. Then I think at age 85, or he wrote another one <laughs> just to, for the for the later years because he's still alive. He's done reality TV shows, you know, at the age of like 85. And now he has a, he has a show now where he's it's about mysteries and things. He's kind of like a on the History Channel. He's 89 years old. He's 89 years old. He still does Twitter every single day. He's still working. He still speaks, does public speaking every month. So this is a guy, this is a late bloomer. And this is, I I find it's very encouraging so that whatever your age is, it's encouraging to think that, hey, it's not too late. It's not too late. Just keep working, keep going. And maybe your success, you know, some people have a great success in life and uh, great happiness in life when they're young, but um, others have great success and great happiness and amazing things happen in their life when they're older, from middle age and later. 
Okay, so let's t- so this is why he's he's kind of he's a special guy. So now I want to read to you his his uh, from his one of his books, Shatner Rules, and this kind of explains. I think this kind of explains why he was a late bloomer, why he's had this such a long life of of being so creative and productive and successful. Here, okay, here's the quote. I'll put it on the screen if you're watching. He says, yes, in quotes. Yes means opportunity. Yes makes the dots in your life appear. And if you're willing and open, you can connect these dots. You don't know where these dots are going to lead. If you don't invest yourself fully, the dots won't connect. The lines you make with those dots always lead to interesting places. No closes doors. Yes kicks them wide open. Okay, let me explain the meaning of of this uh, if you're not understanding the English. Okay, so what he's talking about is that he, in this chapter in his book, he talks about he has a kind of a rule in his in his life, but especially in his career, that he always says yes. Right. He does not turn down work. So, you know, some actors, for example, you know, they're very picky. They they only want the perfect role, right? The perfect job. And so they say no a lot. But Shatner has the opposite attitude. He he just wants to constantly be working. And um, so he says yes to almost anything. Almost anything. So, you know, he he did advertise he's he's still doing advertising, commercials. He does narration, he does he does uh, documentaries. He's produced documentaries. He made documentaries. He narrates, meaning he just talks. He's done all kinds of different shows. So he's he he basically says what he's saying here is that just say yes to all the opportunities that come, even if the opportunity seems strange to you, even if it's not your what you normally do, even if it's something very small, it doesn't, it's not big, even if you, you really can't imagine that it will be successful, just say yes anyway. He's saying just try, just keep trying things, just keep experimenting, just keep trying lots of things, lots of things, lots of things, lots of things. Because he's saying what you don't know how these things will connect in the future. Because, uh, so he's talking about, you know, create light, you know, with children they have these books that have little dots and then they connect the dots. The dots have numbers and then so you connect them with lines and it makes a big picture. Right? So this is this is what he's talking about. So he's kind of, this is a metaphor for life that when you say yes to all these different things, even things that seem strange and very different, when you're doing them, maybe you, you're not quite sure like what what's going to happen, what opportunity might happen. But then later, you'll start to connect these different projects, these different opportunities. You start connecting them to each other and then they can actually grow into something that's quite amazing and unexpected. You can get uh, even bigger opportunities. You can get great success and, and uh, very unexpected and amazing things can happen to you that make you, your life much happier, more enjoyable, more successful. You know, like he gives one example uh, of this that uh, I think it was in the late 90s, so kind of early internet. He, uh, a company called Priceline, internet company, they sell tickets and things. They uh, ask him to do a commercial, like to be, do, do their advertising. But they didn't have much money. It was a new 
internet company. So they said, ah, oh, we can't really pay you much. So we'll give you a deal. We'll give you some stock in our company. And so he thought first, like, oh, cause this is probably worthless, right? This stock in a company is new. They, they, uh, they're not making any money now. Maybe, why should I do this job? I'm not, basically, I'm not getting paid. But then, you know, he has this rule. So he said, ah, whatever. I'll just do it anyway. Yes, I'll do it. Give me, this, give me the stock for payment. No cash. So he did the advertisements. And actually, the ads, they were kind of, they were quite creative and kind of funny using his kind of personality and kind of his exaggerated personality. So the advertisements became popular, the company became popular, and then the company made a lot of money and suddenly the stock was worth a huge amount of money. And apparently he made a huge amount of money from that job of advertising for the company. More money perhaps than he made from a lot, most of his movies even. And he made a lot of money from movies too. And then, um, some director or writer, somebody or producer, somebody in Hollywood saw his advertisement. They liked his character on the commercials, the TV, the advertising, and so they asked him to be in a new TV show in his seventies. And this ended up like he got several awards for the show. It was one of his most successful jobs on TV as an actor, and it came from his advertising. And the so from that. Just by saying yes to the advertising, even though it seemed like, you know, like, oh, it's just an ad. It's not very, you know, it doesn't, it's, it's big movie stars don't do that, right? That kind of thing. And he wasn't really, he didn't seem like he was getting paid or maybe never get paid for it. And yet it, you know, later you can connect the lines and you can see because he said yes to that. Number one, he became even, you know, quite rich, quite wealthy from it. And then he got one of his best jobs from that. So this is what he's talking about. And so he's just saying that this is a general life philosophy, right? And I, I, I feel the exact same way uh, that I think that a good way to think about it, how I like to think about it is that when these opportunities in life come, opportunities or just even just ideas, just things, just something you're interested in, something you just think, oh, that would be cool to do it, is... Just say yes. Just just say, yeah, why not? I'll do it. Just try it. Just say yes and do it, okay? Instead of so many people, are they, 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 they fill their mind with fear, with worry, worrying about failing, worry that they won't get rewarded, worry that it's not going to succeed or other people won't like it or on and on and on, right? But instead, and it's because people worry too much about it, instead of thinking this way, is just think that, Think of it like, I like to think of it just as these are experiments, right? Like when I lived in my car, it's one of my examples, right? I didn't, like some, a lot of people are afraid of that for some reason. I I don't know why, like maybe they'd be afraid of doing it or maybe they think, oh, what if I, what if I don't like it? Right? And then they, then that, then they don't, they say no because they're not sure if they'll like it. But if you think, just think, it's just an experiment. If you don't like it, then you just stop. That's all. Right? So then if you think of everything in life or most of the things in life as experiments, right, where you're just trying them, you're not, you're not, you don't have to continue doing them, right? If there's a job, you think about changing your job, you want to try something new. Well, why be afraid of that? Just try it. Try it for a while. Maybe you'll love it. Just say yes. Try it for a while. Maybe you'll love it. And then that's great. And something, 
something great and new in your life will happen. Maybe you'll hate it and you just say, oh, and you quit and you go back to your old job or you go on and try something else, right? When you have this attitude of just saying yes, of just seeing most things in life as an experiment. So you're just trying it and you're not... You don't really care. You're just trying. You just you don't really care so much about the result. If it's a good result, great. If it's not good, well, you didn't lose anything. You still got a good experience. When you say yes to life, then so many things opened up. And I and I can see this in my own life for sure. He's right about this. And I had kind of a similar thing. You know, I realize now when in my twenties and thirties, I was just saying yes, yes, yes to all of these. Not really work. Not so much about work, but just about life, you know, traveling and, and working in different countries and trying teaching English and uh, uh, trying living in my car and living in my van and, and all these kind of things that seem kind of crazy and strange at that time. And they were just dots. I had no idea. I did not have a big plan like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to first I'll go live in another, I'll live in my car and then I'll live teach English in another country and then I'll then I'll start a business and then I'll become super successful I I had no plan about that I was just trying all these things and then it just you know they kind of all these things sort of connected together and that's what happened finally right but it's because I said yes 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 to all of those things instead of avoiding them instead of being afraid so this is really great I'm just going to repeat this little bit from Shatner again he says Yes means opportunity. Yes makes the dots in your life appear. The lines you make with those dots always lead to interesting places. No closes doors. Yes kicks them wide open. Really great. And and again, like if you're interested, just check out Shatner. It doesn't matter if you like his shows or 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 his or what he does or not. As just as a human in terms of his his life he's done this and it's quite amazing because he's 89 he's a great example of aging well you know at age he does not I can't believe you look look at him from his his current TV show he's doing now and the, the pictures on him you'll see on his website from the TV show he does not look 89 he looks like he's in his 60s it's quite amazing but it's because he's so active he's so opened he doesn't act like an old person he doesn't it's, it's amazing Okay, I'm going to go to the comments of members first, and then I'll open for everyone else. Uh, Tomek from Poland, hello to you. Vladislav says, is he alive now? Yes, he is. He's 89. In Russia, there were writers who died early. Pushkin at 37, Lermontov at 27. But they managed to become known during their short lives. Yes, we. in fact, this is probably the more famous, right? I think... We know more, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just because of media, but um, these people who do a huge amount when they're young, and then may- maybe they die young, or maybe they don't die young, um, but they're, they're pretty famous, right? Because these are, because it's because it's so amazing. I think that's why we're like, wow, he, he's 25, he already wrote 10 novels, 10 best-selling novels, it's amazing, right? <laughs> but uh, late bloomers, we don't uh, hear about as much, but they do exist, and um, they're quite amazing. Vladislav says, I think there are some benefits to late bloomers. They are wiser to deal with success. You're 100% right, I agree with that. Young people often are naive. If young people have sudden success and become rich, they can't deal with money. Absolutely, 100%. I agree with you, Vladislav, that 
This is one of the advantages of being becoming financially successful later in life is that you don't go crazy. <laughs> you pretty much at that point have some financial discipline and, you know, but it's much more common that young people who become suddenly rich can just go really crazy and really some of them destroy their lives. Vladislav again says, In 2018, I tried to study programming to work as a programmer. I found I'm not great enough for that. Then I was offered to apply for astronomy master's program. I said yes. My mom criticized me. But I left my previous job and joined the job as an astronomy scientist. See? Fantastic. Right. So you try it. The programming thing is great. You tried it. That's exactly what you should do. You just try it. And you found out, oh, not for me. I've had... I, I, I can't even remember how many jobs and things I've tried that I didn't like. I've tried hobbies all the time, too. Constantly, I'm trying new hobbies and new things. And uh, sometimes they stick, you know, occasionally. I will try something and then I like really like it and I can continue doing it for many years. But probably most of the time, I try something and I do it for a few months or maybe one year and then I just stop it. Not, not because I hate it, but just maybe it's just, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason. Um, I just stop doing it and then I go and try something else. It's fine. And like Vladislav, he tried programming, eh, decided not for him, and then he went on to something else, astronomy, and is doing that now. So fantastic. That's wonderful. See, there's nothing to fear about that. I mean, there, there's no problem about the programming. So what? He tried it. Didn't work. So he didn't went to something else. Great. Okay, let's uh, let's go on. I'll open the comments up now to everybody. All right, now everyone should be able to comment now. Just give a minute. My, I just realized I can slow them down a little bit. <laughs> um, where can I do that? Oh, I'll check it. Anyway, there's like a way to slow down the comments, which I might do if you guys are typing too fast. But really, check out Shadow. I'm just so impressed by that guy. In fact, I just ordered his uh, second autobiography, his second memoir, right? Autobiography, which is about his life from age 80 to age 86, I think. <laughs> I'm quite curious because I've just, I, I find it's, for me, it's very inspiring that, so that here's a guy in his 80s, he's not sitting on his butt doing nothing. The guy's so, he's so active, he's still working in his career and he's still full of life and energy and he's productive and he's creative and uh, it's great. It's fantastic. Okay, so Tung Min says, I totally agree with William Shatner to say yes because it opens up possibilities, excitement, and dreams. If we say no, it means that we shut down our brain. Yes, I agree. Deepak says, like Steve Kaufman says, repetition and novelty are needed for the brain. Indeed, indeed. We need this kind of newness all the time because uh, that's what causes learning and stimulation of our brain. Otherwise, your brain just gets... Uh, terrible. You know, it just kind of slowly gets more stupid and more hardened. All 
Okay. Uh, Sonali Dubey says, I've found my passion at the age of 29. That's still pretty young, actually. So good for you. Great. Good for you. Very good. Yeah, and see, this is and Vladislav Fado's up, and this is an ex- 100% very, very common. He said, as an astronomy scientist, I do need some programming. Of course, you don't need to be great, just good. And my programming experience helped me with another field. And you'll see this. Steve Jobs talked about this a lot. Um, I see this in my own life, that sometimes, again, this is where those, the connecting the dots. When you do something, maybe you try something, and maybe you, you don't like it or you decide to change and you think, well, it's finished. But then you try something new and you realize that you still learn something, right? You still learn something useful from that experience. Something that you can maybe use later in your life in something else. Like, for example, and I did social work for a while. That was my first career. And still some of those skills of counseling <laughs> uh, I still use in my teaching and, in, and now. And uh, other things that I did that, you know, like I tried to do sales, for example. And uh, I just wasn't very good at it. Not the kind of sales I was trying to do. But later, when I started my own business, ah, some of those skills came back and became quite useful. So, you just never know. Don't, so, just, just uh, say yes and try things. Check the book Unscripted. I'll check it out. And this is, John Silver makes a very good point. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back, like Steve Jobs said. That's right. You don't realize at the time. You're not, it's hard, very difficult, possibly impossible to look forward and see all these things you've tried, all the different opportunities that come to you and figure out where they're going, right? And what will eventually happen to you five years from now, 10 years from now. You can't do it right? It's only 10 years later, you look back and you realize, ah, because of that and that, and I tried that, all those things came together to give me this, what I have today, right? So, you have to, this is, it's really kind of having some faith, right? Having some faith. And Shatner in his book sort of says in another part of the, I think it's that same chapter, he talks about how that, you know, you know, maybe we can't, maybe some of it isn't kind of like it basically in God's hands, right? That that some of it is or is coming to us and we can't predict it all. And you just have to say yes to these things. And then, and then it, they will, you have to have trust. You have to have some faith and trust that uh, this, these, you will eventually go in a direction that's good for you, that these things will create something good for you. And of course, you can't quite, you can't quite know that in the moment. It happens later. Yeah, Rabin says he's 89, still active. He can be a role model for those in their 40s. Yeah, 40s is early. Like I said, his big his big career success when he became a big movie star was he was age 50 
when that happened, really. Maybe late 40s, I think. I can't remember the first Star Trek movie, but the second Star Trek movie he did was the really big one. It was hugely successful. And that uh, I believe he was age 50 or 51 when that came out. Right? So if you're 40... And, you know, I think about myself. I started my business at age 38. Right? Yeah, Ilana Khan says, Thank you for the inspiring topic. I think each time we make a decision or decide what to do, it shapes subtly shapes our days and our interactions with others. So just say yes. It will open doors. Yeah, it will open doors. Don't try to predict things, right? So this is where I disagree, perhaps, with... Um, I much more agree with and like uh, Shatner's approach to life and career and everything. Uh, this This mindset... Compared to, you know, there are other people who, um, I don't know if it's fair to say Tony Robbins, but but just, there are some people, you know, they're all about setting these long-term goals, you know, like, ah, in 10 years, I will will have a company making $100 million, and then in 15 years, I will do this, and like, they try to plan it all out step by step by step by step by step, and figure out each step, first I must do this, and then this, and this, and this, and, um, but I... I don't know. That for me, it doesn't work that way. I think you, when when you do that, I think you close so many opportunities because uh, you think you can plan everything out, but you can't. You have to be open enough to let uh, fate, <laughs> to let luck, to let grace come in. Because uh, I found, at least in my life, that the many times the best things are unexpected, unplanned, right? You know, maybe maybe God has a better plan than you do, <laughs> and you've got to be a little. You got to be open for that. If you try to plan everything out too much, you you really limit yourself. Okay, Nestrin says I've read a lot of books. I feel ready to write science fiction. A science fiction novel. I will write it, but I'm not ready for that now. You say I feel I'm ready to write. And then you say you're not ready. So I'm not sure. Just write it. Look, your first book will suck. This is what um, uh, all the writers I've seen who've discussed writing, uh, I won't say all, most, many, say that probably your first book will not be very good, right? Or your first attempts at writing. Maybe instead of writing a book, try to write short stories first. That might be, I think a lot of writers, that's how they get started. They write short stories. And uh, I guess the, the main I, the main point is your, your, let's say, the first five years of your writing is, gonna, is going to suck, no matter what, because it just takes that amount of time for practice. So start now. Get it out. Get it out of your system, <laughs> right? <laughs> Go ahead and write a lot of bad stories and maybe even write a, a really bad book or two and get it out. And learn and get better and learn and get better. So don't wait. Learn by doing. Learn by doing. So Nezrin, just write your book. Stop waiting. And maybe it'll suck or maybe it'll be great. I don't know. But if it sucks, don't cry about it. Learn from it and then write a second book. What do you think about Jordan Peterson ideas? Unfortunately, he's a meth addict. (laughs) So I'm not too impressed with him. Yeah, nice quote. 
I don't know. Tell me you have to tell me who said it, but accept what life offers you. Try to drink from every cup. All wines should be tasted. Some should only be sipped. With others, drink the whole bottle. Very nice. Life means endless possibilities, says Ahmad. Yeah, like Asma says, uh, accept change. Uh, you don't have longer in life. Just keep trying new things. Create new, interesting things to go around. Discover places. By doing all of that, doors will open. Right. Exactly. Okay, let's see. Um, it's similar to job interviews, says Tung Min. Uh, a recruiter asks an employee about a task that he has no experience before. I think it would be better if he says yes. Exactly. Yes, in a job. If you're asked to do something, say yes. Now, if, if you don't know how to do it well, be honest about it. Say, I don't really know how to do this, but I'm willing to learn it. I'm willing to try. Uh, Abu Saji says, how do I avoid these uh, negative feelings such as depression, anger, sadness when we feel there isn't any big achievements uh, in our life? Well, I mean, this is why I'm talking to you about this topic. I don't know how old you are, but um, I think one way is to have some hope and some faith and realize that uh, even if you have not had uh, fulfillment or success yet in your life, that you still can. Right? Here's William Shatner's out there at age 89 doing all these great things. So just keep, I think what you do is you keep going. You stay active. You keep, you know, in base, it's, there's a nice baseball metaphor in, in baseball, American uh, sport, which is popular in other places too, some other places. Um, but anyway, in baseball, there's a guy who throws a ball and the other guy has to hit it, right? And so he has to swing, swing to hit the ball, swing. So, um, you know, it's kind of a nice little metaphor for life. If you don't swing, you can't hit the ball, right? No swing means no hits. If you just stand there because you're afraid, and of course, swinging means trying. Swinging means taking an action, just trying. Yeah, you might miss the ball. You might swing and you miss, right? So what do you do? You swing the next time. What if you miss again? You swing the next time. You just keep swinging, keep swinging, keep swinging. And eventually, you're going to hit it, right? Eventually, you're going to have some success. Maybe not a huge one, but it, at least a small one, right? So if, as long as you keep swinging, keep swinging, keep swinging, keep swinging, right? So that means in life, keep saying yes, keep saying yes, say yes, say yes, try things, try things, try things. Keep taking actions. Eventually, some of those actions will produce some amount of success, some amount of happiness. Definitely. And then you do more of that, right? So that's what you do. Instead of being depressed, take action. That's the action helps a lot. 
So that's what I would say. You're feeling sad. You're feeling depressed. You're uh, just keep taking action. Take more action. More experiments. More yes. More actions. That's what says sometimes we should be careful about yeah saying yes. For example, someone asks you to save money. Yeah, I'm not saying yes to other people, right? Not about giving somebody something like give me all your money. Yes, no, I mean yes. What he's saying, what he means by this is say yes to, um, you know, opportunities to learn, to grow, to do things. Saying yes to action. That's all. You know, it's not really about. It's not not means throwing your money away. It's not real. This is not financial advice. This is career advice. This is, uh, we're talking about life and life actions. With money, be conservative. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Okay, let's see. Sorry, I just lost the comments again. Here we go. Okay. Okay, I just got I got to clean up the comments here. One second. Guys, do not post the same comment many, many times. If you do that, I'm being nice today. I'm putting you in a timeout, but in the future, I'm going to block you. <laughs> okay. I'm just having to put some people in timeouts here. Okay, so everyone's been warned. Don't keep repeating the same comment again many, many times. Write it one time. If I don't read it, then you just have to try again another day. Yeah, this is not investment advice. A couple of you have made the point that uh, in terms of money, don't just say yes to every investment. Of course not. This is not, or I'm not talking about investing. I'm talking about life, uh, just about life experiences, really. Life experiences. And of course, you don't say yes to something that's evil or bad, right? I mean, these are obvious, right? It just means say yes to opportunities, say yes to possibilities, say yes to, especially in your career, just try different things. Try lots of different things. Don't, so, don't be afraid. Yeah, here we go. Nestor says, Leo Tolst Lev Tolstoy, Leo Tolstoy, learned to ride a bike at the age of 67. We have to learn and gain experience for life. Right, you know, like Shatner started doing Twitter in his 80s, I think. <laughs> and he's become like this huge, you know, has this huge following, this huge uh, influence on Twitter. And he started that in his 80s. Right? I mean, it's not that hard to use Twitter. But still, somehow, you know, I know a lot of people, like in my own family, who are in their 60s and 70s, who are clueless about the internet and social media and things. So, um, you know, it's great. It's great.
How's Japan dealing with the coronavirus? Calmly and rationally, like they deal with most things. <laughs> Unlike many other places in the world. Hey, Valmir from Brazil. Thank you. Nice comment. Appreciate it. Okay, I think we're almost finished. Uh, just having to. Yeah, like Robin kind of uh, brings back a, a phrase, uh, mentions a phrase that I use a lot, leap of faith. Robin says, I believe everything comes to him who says yes to opportunities and takes the leap of faith. Indeed, it has to be a kind of leap of faith. That is exactly right. Leap of faith, leap of faith. You have to have some faith in life and not be so afraid. Faith instead of fear. Good points. Oh, here we go. We got some comments coming in now. Sometimes there's a little delay here on YouTube, uh, so I don't. There's like no comments, and then suddenly, boom! It shows me a lot of them. Okay, now Graf says I have a problem with people. It's hard for me to say no to people. I'm too kind. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about here. So saying no to people and to people asking you to do things is not what we're talking about. We're talking about saying yes to opportunities. People offering things to you. Would you like to do this job? Would you like to try this? You know, or you just thinking, seeing opportunities yourself. The best opportunities you just see yourself, and then you go, and then it's just a matter: do you take action or no? Um, in terms of saying no to other people, like if people are using you, um, you know, in terms of no to requests, maybe in that case, you say no first because you can always change your mind also. So if someone, hey, will you do this for me? You just say, no, I'm sorry, I can't. And then later you can think about it. Maybe you change your mind, but um, yeah, that's more of a social issue rather than what we're talking about today. But I understand it can be a problem. Hmm. Yeah, Lana Khan says there's a nice comedy with Jim Carrey, Yes Man, which has a little bit of that theme. Of course, it's very super exaggerated because it's a comedy with Jim Carrey. But yeah, it's a nice little movie. Yeah, wisdom is is acquired by Muhammad nine ninety says wisdom is acquired by experiences and opportunities, whether they are good or bad. Well, indeed, even bad experiences we can learn from, right? I mean, we prefer not to have them, of course, but we can at least learn from them. Pretty says, what is the deeper meaning of life? To crush enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentations of the women. Hmm. From Conan, although some say that's from Genghis Khan. (laughs) 
Okay, gotta ban somebody. Ah, do you, okay, let's see. Urdmirara says, did you experience failure? Do you feel someone tries to damage your life? Uh, do I feel someone tries to damage my life? No. Have I experienced failure? Of course, many times. Many, 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 many times. <laughs> I have tried things and failed. <laughs> Probably that's more common, right? It, this is another baseball metaphor, but the same thing in baseball, right? Swinging. So in baseball, let's say professional baseball, um, it's normal, right? The best players, they will miss, they will, they will not get a hit, right? More often than they hit. They, so for example, in, in baseball, if someone hits the ball one third of the time, three, that's a 33% success average. That's actually quite good. It's quite good. 40% is super, 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 like super high level. Almost no one can do it. Hit the ball 40% or more. And nobody does it much more than that. 40% is kind of almost like the upper limit, which means 60% of the time they don't get a hit. So 40% is considered super success. 33% is still considered very, very good. Right? So this is a nice thing to think about in life with your own life experiments, with the, the, the various things you try to do. If you, even if you failed two-thirds of the time, right? Even if you have like a 65% failure rate, that's still actually quite good. If you fail, if you succeed even just one-fourth of the time, 25%, you're still doing pretty well in life. You're still doing quite well. So don't worry about the failures too much. There's 10 days of darkness coming. I don't know. No one really knows what that means, right? Uh, some, you know, some people predicted or were guessing that 10 days of darkness meant uh, the internet might go down, maybe the television would go down. Seen, it certainly not, it has not happened. Maybe it won't happen. Maybe that um, prediction or that idea is wrong and that's not what it meant. Maybe it means something else that we'll never even know about. Hard to know. This is the problem with trying to figure out what all the super powerful people in the world are doing secretly. We can't really know, guys. As I say always, prepare for the worst, hope for the best, and relax. So, here's a case where the worst did not happen. The internet didn't go down. Every, all the media didn't go down. Well, that's maybe... I, I wish the media had gone down. I wish television had gone down. That would have been a good result. But anyway, it didn't happen, so fine. So now, great. No worries. What to do if you're not getting opportunities, says Mahmoud Ali. You got to look clo- You got to look more. There are always, always, always opportunities. Maybe you're being too picky. And this is something Shatner talks about in his book, you know, again and again and again. Part of saying yes means that you say yes to all the opportunities, even the tiny ones, right? You know, like I said, he got this one commercial, you know, for an actor who was a movie, big, was in big, big movies. And then, you know, the movies finally ended for him. And then... You know, maybe he thought, oh, this is a really a big drop in my career now. This is such a huge drop. Like, I've got no movies now. 
And now I'm just getting this, you know, television commercial for this tiny company. Nobody's ever heard of this company. They're not even going to pay me cash. So they're just saying, oh, here's some stock. Who knows? This was early days of the internet. So he probably thought he was never going to get paid for it. So probably he thought, well, this is not a good opportunity at all. This is terrible, right? This sucks. I was a big movie star making millions of dollars. Now uh, they want, they're asking me to do this uh, advertisement basically for no money. So probably in the moment he thought this is, I'm getting no opportunities now. My career sucks now. But of course, later, (laughs) it turns out he makes a huge amount of money from that and it leads to other jobs. But there's no way he could know that at that moment. So if you're thinking, I have no opportunities now, you're probably not looking enough and you're also not being creative enough. There are always opportunities. You can always, if, if, don't think of opportunities as things that people give you. Think of opportunities as things that you make yourself. Make opportunities. Make them. Just do things. Make different decisions. Try different things. You don't have to wait for someone to ask you. Just do it. Like no one asked me to live in my car. I just did it. No one asked me to live in my van. I just did it. Right? So create opportunities. Try different things. Uh, agree with your baseball analogy, but we shouldn't repeat our failed actions. Yeah, you don't keep doing the same exact stupid thing that doesn't work again and again and again. You have to learn from these things. And then you, when you swing, you try something else. You try something else. You try something else. That, but that's a good point because some people do. It's a good point because there are people who will just keep trying the same stupid thing. <laughs> they don't learn. So, right. It is a good point. Um, try new opportunities. Create new opportunities. So, if you're trying to be a salesman, for example, and you're failing, and then you try again and you fail, and you try again and you fail, you try again. Don't just keep trying again and forever for your whole life to be a salesman. Maybe you just say, well... This sucks. Maybe I'm not a good salesman. I need to try something else. Try something very different. When you're just when you're trying and failing, trying and failing, change your focus and do something quite different. Okay, got to ban someone else now. Hey, if you were not an English teacher, uh, what would your job be? And follow-up question. This is from Pretty Cat. What is your big failure? Okay. Um, what would my job be? Mm, I don't know. Uh, probably some kind of entrepreneur business. If not that, um, what would I do? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll just start trying stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure, honestly. Maybe a writer? Maybe a writer? Uh, and then what's my big failure? Oh, well, I had a few business failures. My first business I tried was like a multi-level marketing thing. Huge failure. Um, my whole early career before I became a social worker was just failure, failure, failure of trying different jobs and failing, 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 failing. Um... I failed at doing sales. Um, 
What else? No, nope, those are some of them, at least. <laughs> are you in lockdown at home? No, no lockdown here. I go out walking every day. AJ, are you tired after uh, delivering your class to all these people from different cultures, unexpected questions? No, this does not make me tired. This energizes me usually. Uh, if, I've, if some days I appear tired, it's my babies that make me tired. <laughs> I'm usually tired when I start. <laughs> and it's just some days I get, I get bad sleep, that's all. But I love my babies. I love them. Rabin says, you're the only online teacher that I follow steadily for two years. You have really helped me look at my life in a new way. Thank you from the core of my heart. Thank you, Robin. That's very, very, that's very, very kind. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, you guys should read Shatner's book, by the way. It's nice. Or check out his uh, Twitter. He's on Twitter. Shatner, William Shatner, William Shatner, twitter.com slash William Shatner, I think. If you're on Twitter. Is this a live show? Yes. Which books do you read in your free time? Asked Vishant. Um, oh, just whatever I'm interested in at the moment. I, I tend to read uh, mostly non-fiction books. I don't read fiction. Uh, so, I mean, right now I'm reading Shatner's book. I'm also right now reading a lot, a lot of books about farming and... Uh, homesteading right creating a home in the countryside i'm reading a lot of books about that right now growing plants um water systems uh all things like that and see that's an, another example for me of just saying yes like we're just gonna my wife and i decided let's 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 change our life let's go live in the country <laughs> let's leave the city let's build a house and make like a little farm. So why not? I don't know. Hopefully we'll like it. Just try it. There you go. Alexei Plotnikov says another interesting information from tennis. The greatest tennis player, Roger Federer, won 54% of his points in his career. Isn't that interesting? The greatest male tennis player, tennis player in general 54% only 54 which means he failed 46% in his career he's still number one in the world isn't that interesting right that's fascinating he lost 46% of the points but that makes him the greatest you could say oh that's he had a 46% failure rate and he's the greatest in the world Yeah, Abu Sajid said, bring, connecting this to Bilbo and the Hobbit. Exactly, if you're watching our book club, that's exactly the same thing. Bilbo just says yes to the opportunity, right? He hasn't, he, talk about, it's a huge leap of faith for Bilbo. In the beginning, he has no, he's scared. He's just a little guy. He's never, he has no idea what's going to happen. And he, it's just because he says yes to Gandalf and the dwarves that all of these amazing things happen and it completely changes his life. Right? So, Abu says, we have to face our challenges in life like Bilbo in The Hobbit to be more confident to handle life problems, calm our minds, think more clearly.
Well, traveling around countries be good for your confidence, asks Ferdobs. I found it for me, it was. Yeah, for me, travel, um, especially when I was young, my first, uh, I don't know, the first several years of, of my life uh, traveling, especially alone, uh, helped my confidence tremendously. Okay, a few more. And then I'm going to go. How can I, uh, so again, Chatterjee says, uh, how can I give my best in life? Totally, if totally stressful and negative things always happen. Uh, you got to make some bigger changes in your life then. If stress, if, you know, bad things are happening in your life, you, you're on the wrong path, maybe. I don't know what you're talking about exactly, but um, make some bigger changes. You know, like I'll give you an example from my life. In my career, like my, when I was young, in my 20s, especially like in my 20s, um, just after graduating from university, undergrad, uh, I, I was working, I worked a job, I was like a security guard, a bunch of terrible jobs. And I was miserable, so unhappy. Just And then I would try something else. And again, super unhappy. And then something else. And then super happy. And I just finally said, I've got to do something much different. I can't keep working these kinds of jobs. And I, so that's when I, I went back to school and I became a social worker. And for a while, that was definitely better, but still was not so happy. So then I, this is when I started traveling and finally became an English teacher eventually. Uh, so you just got to keep changing, keep changing, keep trying different things. If, think, if your life's really going badly, you've got to m- make bigger changes. How to stop, Muhammad, it says, how to stop procrastinating, start doing something. I'm not the best person to give advice about procrastinating because I do it a lot. But um, I don't know, I kind of have a different idea about procrastinating. So what I do is I tend to, what I've realized is I procrastinate things that I feel are not so important for whatever reason. I mean, maybe they, they're necessary. Sometimes they're necessary, but they're just, you know, kind of wait, 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 wait. But if something is like important and something exciting and interesting, of course, I don't procrastinate that. I jump on it and do it. And so sometimes it's a sign uh, that maybe uh, it's just not as important as something else. And so don't worry about it too much. Maybe you're, in other words, maybe you're trying to force yourself to do some things. Instead of trying to force yourself to do a lot of things that you don't like, Instead, maybe you need to find new things <laughs> that are much more interesting to you. And then procrastination is not a problem then, right? Because you'll want to do it. Like a, like a tiny example of this is, let's say, going for a walk, which is kind of a light exercise that I do every day. Like, I don't have to procrastinate that. I love it. I like doing it. In fact, I feel bad if I don't do it, right? So... It's a kind of exercise for me. It's there's no procrastinating. That's it never. I'm never going to procrastinate about that because it's something I love doing. Even with this show, I love doing it. Right when I miss it because of the babies or something, I'm not procrastinating. I'm just busy or I'm tired. Uh, so I don't. I don't have to push myself. I don't have to force myself to do it. And there's certain other things in life that I don't like doing. Um, and so yeah, I will procrastinate a lot. So eh, so you know. Maybe just try to learn from procrastination, I would say. 
Oh, this is a hard, hard. I'm going to give you my quite tough. Uh, I've had this question a couple times, interestingly. Chavanope says, do you have any tips to help someone, a friend who's a drug addict? He refuses medical help and is sinking in college. Yeah, let him sink. You know, this is my quite, I have a pretty harsh view of this. This is from a lot of years of experience working with these people. If they refuse help, don't let them drag you down. This is like a drowning person. If you go out there, they can pull you down as well, right? Meaning they're just going to suck all the energy out of you and, and emotion. Let them go. That's what I would say. You don't have to hate them. You don't have to be, don't be mean to them, but let him go. Don't give him money. Don't try to help him. These people have to feel a lot of pain before they change. Sometimes they don't change and they just, they die. But it's their choice. It's their life. You can't, don't try to control people, you know, and people who, I've also learned that you can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. And in, in, in not only drug addiction, even in a smaller way, like try to help somebody financially, but they don't really want to learn. They don't really want to work. They don't want to do anything. You can't, there's nothing you can do for them, right? People have free will and they're, they're people are, you know, you are the master of your life. Your friend is the master of his life. And uh, if he chooses to be a drug addict and he won't change, there's nothing you can do. That's my experience. Someone says, I can't, I'm not putting comments on the screen. I can't with the software. I changed, when I do the members only chats, um, I can't do it with the software I have. That's why. Okay, a couple more and then I'm gonna go. Hey, Funda, good to see you. How many people help you in your uh, with my website? Uh, well, I have designers who do it, you know, who've, who've created it and do the technical stuff. But you know, day to day, I don't have any employees. I have one person who helps with the customer service, and that's all. Pretty Cat says, I've heard that humans can learn more things from failure about life than learning at school. What do you think? 100%. Yes. You don't learn much in school. Get out there and do things in life. You'll learn a lot more. Oh, cool. Luminita says, AJ, we moved to the countryside two years ago. It was the best decision ever, especially now with this lockdown. We don't feel social distance. Exactly, right? Our kids play outside all day long. Uh, that's nice to hear. I've I've been watching I've been watching some YouTube videos, and uh, there's a uh, a podcast I watch of a guy who uh, 
it's called homesteading. People do it in, in like in America, where people moving out to the country, growing some of your own food or all of your own food, and kind of just getting away from that city life. It looks, I think it looks really fun. I miss nature. I always have enjoyed camping and hiking. I think for especially raising children, it's a much better environment than a city. And I'm sick of the city. I've been living in big, I've been living in big cities, oh, like a long time now, many years. And I'm not, I did not grow up in a big city. It's not my favorite environment. So I'm quite excited about this. <laughs> and I look forward maybe next year, sometime next year, doing these shows, these streams from our new home. I can show you with the cameras, our, our, some of our, our yard, and maybe some, I'll do show you some of our some of the plants we're growing or whatever. But I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I wish we could build it right now, <laughs> but it's going to take some time. We got to uh, figure out the land and it just takes time. But that's good to hear. Thank you, Luminita. It sounds great. What is your point of view concerning life? That's a very large question. <laughs> I'm not sure I can answer that. A little more specific. Turn up says, uh, let's see. Have I heard of Kerala in India? God's own country. I've heard it's beautiful. Siju asks. I've heard Kerala. Is Kerala's in India, South India? I have not been there, but I've heard it's beautiful and I'd like to go. It's definitely on my list. Sam Hader says, do you think life will return to normal again? Yeah, very quickly, I think. I think we're moving it. Next, within a month, you're going to see it start going back to normal pretty quickly within a couple months by the middle summer in the north hemisphere we're going to be fine I, I think so yeah we're going to be fine so says I need motivation the virus situation made me weak I had an opportunity to work abroad but I've changed my mind because I'm scared don't be scared do it this virus is nothing to be afraid of. It's a bunch of media bullshit, mostly. Don't be afraid. Don't let them change your life with this fear. I worry about failure because my family grew up saying that you have, telling me I had to be to succeed. It's a huge mistake for children. Yeah, don't worry about it. Success. What does success mean? People use this word success. I sometimes try to avoid the word success because... um. um my when I, when I say success, I'm not I'm not talking about money, but that's what most people think, right? Most people are talking about money or status. But when I'm when I say success, like be successful, I mean uh, I'm really talking more about the word fulfillment, meaning you feel as you know you're you're happy, right? If you have a successful career, what does it mean? It, well, it means you make enough money to live well, you know, live a good life for you but more importantly it means you love what you're doing you enjoy what you're doing you're happy doing it so that's what i mean by success right and we're, we're also you know it's the idea of achieving some level of excellence in what you're doing that's also success uh but the, like the pressure to just make money is kind of crazy you just need to make enough to eat and have a house or an apartment or something <laughs> just so you don't so you're not homeless and you don't starve to death (sighs) 
Can I play a song on my guitar? I can't play the guitar. That was one of my failures. There you go. Bass guitar. That was a failure. I tried to learn the bass. I learned a couple little songs, but uh, basically I stopped. I failed. And so what? It was interesting. I had fun trying. And Jay, you look energetic. How many hours do you sleep? I'm sleeping about six to seven hours a night now. But, um sleeping pretty well so that's the key thing is I'm not being woken up constantly yeah like Hadith says in my uh, in Arabic culture we have a proverb that says Opportunities pass like clouds, so we must be ready to take them. I like it. Very nice. They do. But here's the good news. There's always more clouds. Okay? They're always coming. So just start taking them and don't be afraid. Hey, Lisa, good to see you. Ermita Dara's strategy says, who inspires you? Who is your role model? Well, we're talking about one today, William Shatner. Now, you know, I don't... I won't say actors are not my role models, but what I like about him is just the way he has been, uh, you know, he's such a late bloomer, how he has been so active and so creative and so productive um, after the age of 50, right? His greatest success in his career has been from age 50 to age 89. He's 89 right now. And how he's just continued working and being active and being energetic and productive and curious and trying new things in his career i think all that's fantastic that's a role model definitely that's a great role model in that specific way michelle thank you for the super chat dollar 99 what's your advice to pass the toefl test the toefl test you need to it's academic english so you need to do a lot of reading Reading, reading, reading. Uh, I would say lots of uh, like magazine articles, even newspapers on 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 a variety of topics. Some science topics, some business topics, news, and things like that. And then you need to do the same. You need to listen to those topics also. So maybe uh, some nonfiction books and nonfiction audio books on those same topics. So lots of reading with listening on those same topics will help you with TOEFL. Yeah, like Susanta says, success is about feeling happy in what I do, even if the money is less. Absolutely. You know, I started, the way I, be, the reason I became an English teacher was so I could travel around the world, live in other countries. It certainly wasn't to make a lot of money, right? I mean, eventually I did make money, but uh, for many years, it, it was just, it was more just about the experience, the kind of life I wanted. All right, so it's, it's yeah, I agree. I think we're going to end it today. I think we're passing an hour and 15 minutes. Pretty long today. Okay. So that's it.
to summarize. Say yes. Say yes to opportunity. Say yes. Don't be afraid. And think of. Uh, I've, I often use the uh, Mahatma Gandhi's uh, phrase, the subtitle of his uh, book. You know, the story of the. Ex- what is it? Of my experiments with truth. I think that's what he called it. Um, but he, he talks about it in his in his book, Gandhi, uh, the same idea of experiments, of just seeing things in his life as experiments, experiments with truth, experiments with happiness. Oppor- William Shatner describes it, you know, say yes, say yes to opportunities. Just say yes, say yes, say yes. Be more open. Just try things. Be open to trying new things. Be open to new opportunities. And not only be open, I say, be even active. Create them. Look for them. Just try new things. Try new things. Stop being afraid of failure. And just, uh, you never know because you, even your failures can later on actually be part of a bigger success you have later in your life. So don't be afraid. Say yes to life. And I will see you next time. Lots of love to you. Bye for now. As always, join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com It's right here. EffortlessEnglishClub.com Commit, don't quit. See you next time.